Hey there, Cole. Hey, Cody. This is an awkward introduction to our podcast. It kind of is, but, but we're gonna go with it. I guess this we is should stick with it. Yeah. Zwolf, if you are German, or twelve, if you are American, or you're really on that German stuff today, huh? What's uh, what's twelve in Spanish? Dul- dulce. Uh, 11's Onse, right? I think it's Dolce and or Gabbana. I don't know. But, uh, Dolce is sweet or something. Anyway, whatever. Yeah, I was going to say, matter. like, Cinnamon Dolce is something listeners we... listeners because we barely have any English listeners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We might. We might prove us wrong. Um, yeah. Like, <laughs> and I hope you also speak English. Otherwise, I don't know why you listen to this. Because we are not exactly multi the friendly to the multilingual, and that's only because we don't we aren't very multilingual ourselves. Uh, we could be. We could be. Everyone but... could be if they tried. But I mean, I took Spanish in high school. Trying's hard. I did take two years of Spanish in high school, but do you, if you how don't much use do you it, you lose it. Yeah, yeah, you do. It's just like your library card or what's that saying used for? Uh, use it or lose it. I think it's actually referred to intellect in some regard because like, hmm. if you don't use it, you will lose it. Uh, yeah. I don't know Either if this way, is related to the snoozing language. or the losing, but uh, yeah, that's if you don't practice your language, you will forget. I was I took uh, two years of Spanish and almost three years of Arabic, and you want to know what I remember? Chicken. Uh, yeah. Well, I, I do remember, remember that. I in remember all three languages, and I never even took Arabic. <laughs> and rooster. I remember rooster for Arabic. Oh, that's what I know from Arabic. It was, which is a chicken, but not chicken. It is, and like, because that was uh, funny to me, at least. Uh, and I remember pay at the cash register for Spanish, um, which you'd think I I would have used at this point, but no, I have not. Um, I think it's, or at least from the chapter that we read back then, it was Paga en la Caja, or I think, and that's the only thing I remember. I just remember Puedo y Albano por favor, which is may I use the bathroom, please. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, uh, daraja is bicycle in Arabic, another word that we use very, very often. No, we don't. See, it's funny the different teachers you have stress different things. Because in German, I don't remember, may I use the bathroom, please? <laughs> I can maybe form it, but I don't remember that one as prominently on the top of my head. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't say that I would either, because... Uh, you remembered it, but I didn't. Apparently, finding the bathroom in Spanish-speaking countries is of utmost importance. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> you know, I, um, or in high school, uh, probably high school. But you know, something that people do at high school is eat, eat breakfast. breakfast. <laughs> yes, just to tie it to the subject that we're gonna not really come so to. much. I don't know. Not many people at my high school ate breakfast. There. To be honest, I I didn't personally, but I'm not gonna knock those who did. Uh, only be, I, see, you did not go to a public school. I, didn't I did. go to a normal school. I could have eaten breakfast there if I wanted to, though. You could have. I just Maybe. didn't. Yeah, you just didn't. You didn't care. Those people made like breakfast for you. I can't. You didn't I, care. Let me talk about my breakfast <laughs> preferences. All right, let's so, go for it. Personally, I don't really like going out to eat mm. for breakfast, like uh, Waffle House or IHOP or whatever. Mm. I remember doing that as a kid, like, Typically, I would say a lot of Southern boys grow up and their grandpas are like, let's go to Waffle House. And I was like, oh, yeah, some pancakes. But I remember every single time I ate at Waffle House, I like I was just always overate for the morning. Like my stomach wasn't ready. Mm. 
So I always just felt bleh after I got done. And I still feel that way if I eat a heavy breakfast in the morning and I haven't really woken up. It takes a little while for my stomach to get started. So mm. I usually don't like to go out for breakfast, first of all. That's fair. And even when I stay in for breakfast, I don't like to eat something big or heavy unless I've been up for a little bit. So and I'm kind of yeah. in the same wheelhouse with that one. I don't particularly enjoy a heavy breakfast. Um, like, I don't really enjoy a breakfast really at all. I mean, I do like breakfast foods, but when it comes down to it, I'm not... But you don't I'm like not, them at breakfast necessarily. No, not exactly. Because, like, I think bacon's pretty good, but I'm also, like, I'm the type of person who, like, when that bacon crap started happening, like, not to say that bacon all of a sudden was invented, but people sure did act like it, it just was. And just like, oh, you like hamburgers? Oh, man, that surfer guy keeps coming back. But, like... <laughs> I think it's just my I like cat- pineapple on my burgers. <laughs> like I I don't know if it's the surfer guy. I just think it just be could <laughs> it could just be like my go to voice for dumbass, maybe. I don't know. Wow. Or in all of our surfer listeners. Well I'm sorry, surfer listeners. Uh not all right, let's say jackass, because that doesn't mean you're you're not <laughs> that doesn't insult your intelligence, but it does kinda hinge on the fact that I don't really agree with our, your choices, maybe. But that's okay. You can continue to make them. Uh, anyway, but like, it's like you know, bacon burgers, bacon. Steak, There's always like a fling bacon. about bacon every once in a while. Yeah, it's just like all oh, the restaurants start releasing it. like baconators and stuff. Mm-hmm. And just it, it, to me, the bacon, especially that fad, Wendy's. Yeah, the bacon fat is a little ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. So like, bacon was a perfectly fine like food item. I just like hated the culture around it which is a weird thing but like it just made it insufferable to like yeah i like bacon because then somebody would poke their head up and go like oh you like bacon oh my god ever since we've done that stupid skit i have been stuck in that voice and i gotta (laughs) say i wish i had a different one uh i don't think the augusta lawyer man really cares too much about bacon though what's that just do kermit hold on hey i'm kermit hi i'm kermit you like bacon (laughs) <laughs> I, I feel like it's weird because he dates a pig, but, um, like, yeah, so that's kind of the thing is, like, I like breakfast. I like eating, bre- like, I like a bowl of cereal. I tend to eat it usually around, I don't know, 8.30 at night, maybe 2.30 in the afternoon. A lot of half-hour increments because it's, like, I, I should eat lunch, is but, a good, you know. Cereal is a good lazy dinner. Mm-hmm. It's very pleasing as a lazy dinner. It's just, like, I don't want to make anything, and cereal sounds good. Yeah, it sounds – it's it's a good, like, meal replacement, I believe. Ballistic um, to breakfast for now. So, yeah, so what's your ideal breakfast if you if you have time and your stomach's, mm-hmm. you know, ready to eat and everything? And then what's your breakfast of choice if you don't have time? And tell me uh, just what's your ideal? Okay, so my ideal breakfast, if I have time, like if I'm feeling in a particularly breakfasty mood in which I want to eat something and like I'm just sitting around the house, it is probably cinnamon rolls, the little Pillsbury uh, uh, cinnamon rolls. You have to go with Pillsbury. Yeah, like one, I don't know any other brand that does other than like maybe Great Value just because Walmart makes a copy of everything. Um, True. They're our own little China in our own little, uh, you know, neck of the woods. Um, and like, I don't like, and, and they're pretty good. Like I do really enjoy them. And for a long time, I wasn't able to eat them. And then I found out recently that I could again, I don't know what circumstances changed or whatever. Yeah. It's been really great. Cause I've, it's 
always yeah, blissful man. when you can find out that you can eat up food again. Because like for the longest time, I avoided eggs because I thought mm-hmm. they gave me gas pains. Yeah, and like as, as funny as it is to make fun of you for gas pains, it's similar to the pains I got when I was eating cinnamon rolls, and that's no joke. So yeah, they I, hurt a lot. I can't make but fun of you too much. I'm it. still hesitant towards eggs, as I'm sure you're still hesitant towards cinnamon rolls. I do kind of like in the back of my mind go like it could happen again it happened so suddenly when you <laughs> lost it the last time it could happen again and then i have to sit there and go like well i'm spending time around the house anyway this is okay like like if i decide I to have like things they came with eight right eight uh they've made some that have like up to 10 i believe they're a little bit smaller of course but like man they're uh, so good so me and like, my brother we could eat four and four mm-hmm. like i don't doubt that one one bit like i like only eating about two maybe because again if i eat more that's probably like you know the more i eat the more pain i'm going to be in in the back of my head um yeah even but like, keep going with the breakfasts but uh now if i'm feeling particularly adventurous and i have the materials on hand i really love blueberry muffins like uh either the jip or like uh <laughs> i know you don't like them sorry uh sorry. but i had a cough you know <laughs> not this little cough but you know, white I'm just saying, white lily was pretty Jiffy good too. It, I'm just assuming it's branded differently, but it's all white bread. It has no taste. Ah, well, you know, we we are gonna differ on that one, there, buddy. But you know, whatever. Let's let's slide past. Uh, I still love blueberry muffins. Uh, I tend to be pl- pretty okay with blueberry anything. Um, if I don't have time, however, which tends to be the ah uh, cereal, peanut butter crunch, peanut butter crunch with real milk. I. I have to be I, real milk. That has to be a day off for me because that is a risky move. <laughs> but man, there's nothing quite like peanut butter crunch. Have you real. tried it with a milk alternative? With almond milk. It sounds like uh, you have tried other ones. Yeah, it's just not the same. The texture is just a little bit different, and I'm very heavily texture based when I consume things. So yeah, it's one of those things where I was like, man, it just quite just ain't quite the same. And I was like, well, I'll just I'll just use real milk, whatever. And again, it has to be like a day off kind of scenario where I ain't doing much today. I can so spend it on the bathroom. Like a, that's still kind of like a. I mean, that's one of your like slow day breakfast, like the other ones. What's your quick breakfast thing? My quick breakfast sound quick. <laughs> is nothing. Like I, I will just go without. Um, it. I've kind of joined the crowd of people who just have a cup of coffee for breakfast. Um, like even it's to be terrible for your stomach. It's probably not the greatest, um, but I if I have it on hand, uh, a granola bar. Um, if I'm like running out the door or something like that, I'll grab like two, and one to eat in the car, and then one to eat later when I am hungry at the location. That's what I did in high school. Um, was the granola bar? Um, they are the easiest of breakfasts. Uh, I also like oatmeal. Um, now, not you know any particularly good for you oatmeal. I like Quaker. And I like apple cinnamon. I like brown sugar cinnamon or maple brown sugar or whatever they're calling it. It's essentially the same thing. Or I like the dinosaur oatmeal, which is nothing but sugar. Um, it's delicious, <laughs> but whatever. It, live your dreams. And, uh, I mean, Pop-Tarts used to be on that list. Uh, I don't know if they are. I mean, they <laughs> are now because we have them on they hand. They still are. I still do like Pop-Tarts, but I... You would still eat brown sugar cinnamon or more frosted strawberry. Yes, I definitely would. You're entirely... Blueberry. The new winners. Like, I don't know about any of the new ones yet, but... um, Oh, I mean, Wildberry, yeah, definitely. 
like any of Time like to get wildberry. Like the classic flavors, I definitely would go to. Um, wildberry, I kind of have to chill with, like multiple days in a row. No, because it's just very sweet. But um, any other ones, I'm totally good for. Uh, so how about you? So my dream breakfast, actually my very favorite breakfast item, hands down. Doesn't mean you have, doesn't matter if I'm oh. in a rush. Eggo waffles. Sorry, continue. It's not Eggo waffles. Don't that, guess. That's definitely mine. But <laughs> I, it's sad. I, I love like Eggo waffles, waffles that much. I like Eggo waffles more than I like actual honest to god waffles. It's a little sad. I admit it. I, really I know like it's it sucks. I never liked them. I like the crunch. <laughs> Anyways, now after you killed the momentum, my favorite breakfast. I'm sorry. Item. I'm sorry. Your favorite no, one. but my favorite breakfast item, hands down, mm-hmm. almost positive, is. A muffin, and that can be a quickie. Like I just grab the muffin and go if I've already made them, or if I bought mm-hmm. like the 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 store made ones. You know what I'm talking about? The ones that usually yeah. come in a pack of four or six or something. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, like those are just good. Really aren't bad, yeah. Like those big ones that you like, can buy at school or something. Like the what are they? They're not Oscar Mayer, but they have a similar name. You're talking about Otis Spunk Mayer. Yeah, I that's don't it. Like those. What? Okay, all right. Those well. are way too moist and sugary. They're way too moist. They're, like, mm. wet. I don't like that. I mean, sometimes um, a guy likes a wet muffin. Whoa, that does not <laughs> sound very uh, clean, but whatever. <laughs> like, You get what I'm saying. I'm talking about the bakery ones that, like, it looks like the store makes, like, Kroger's little mm-hmm. bakery item or section or whatever. Those are really good. But also, I buy a brand, which I will recommend on here, Krusty's. It doesn't sound very appetizing, I was but about it's say, very like, good. You've, you've tried to sell me on these in the past, and admittedly, they to don't give you a hint, sound very appetizing. The blueberry ones come with an actual little tin can in the box of real blueberries. Now, Jiffy, those look like little speckles of purple paint that they flicked in there. Well, again, sometimes it comes. I don't think there's real paint. blueberries in Jiffy. I'm, look, I'm not <laughs> one. <laughs> or I they're don't like wanna, premature like blueberry babies or something. I don't want to kill any uh, branding opportunities with Jiffy here in the future. But, like... <laughs> You know, sometimes a guy just likes to eat purple paint, you know? Like, paint. <laughs> like, try paint. Consider it. Don't knock it till you try it there, buddy. But uh, but yeah. the Krusty's ones do come with a little tin can of actual blueberries. But blueberries, mm. hands down, my favorite breakfast item. Now, alternatively, if I go somewhere out to get breakfast, like I said, I don't really like to sit down and eat something big, so that kind of rules mm. out Waffle House, Huddle House, IHOP, stuff like that. But if Definitely. I do go out and get something... Chick-fil-A has really good sort of light breakfasts. I do like their chicken biscuit. Their hash browns are great. And then there's also an egg white grill, which is like a grilled piece of chicken, egg whites, and an English muffin. And that's also really good. I think it has cheese on it too. Whatever. Yeah. Uh, I tend to opt for that one because it's healthier. But, man, chicken biscuit's good. And pro tip here. Put grape jelly on your chicken biscuit. Try it. Try it. Yes. Try it, and if you don't like it, message me on Facebook, and I will not give you your money back, but I will show sympathy for you in terms of a parentheses and an equal sign. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Chick-fil-A would be my go-to, like, go out and get breakfast type of thing. Uh, other breakfast items that I do like, uh, now I do like eggs, However, this will probably be a disagreement between the two of us. Scrambled's not my favorite. Really? 
Really? What's your favorite then? Uh, probably over easy. I okay. Admittedly, like I haven't had that many like egg types like nor- sunny side up. Nor have I had like you haven't had sunny side up. That's no. like the easiest one to make. I, you ain't do nothing. I mean, <laughs> admittedly, like it's I literally would, just all right. I I would make cook. scrambled eggs like like that seems like a lot of effort. Do you put milk in your scrambled eggs though? Cody, ask that oh, question. Yeah, again. sorry. Now that being said, I made scrambled eggs a, but lot, a lot. of people do prior to me knowing, so I would have if I had thought about it. But no, I would sit there and I would just cook scrambled eggs, just because like this was like the first year I had moved out and I did not know how to cook for myself. And then I, well, I was like, well, I know how to make scrambled eggs, I guess. And which I would open an egg, like right into the skillet, and, and just, just stir it up on there. Stir it up, add some pepper, and then that's it. And like. I very quickly got tired of scrambled eggs. So, you know. Yeah, it's really easy. But, like, for me, like, I can make scrambled eggs like that and eat them. But those aren't, like, to me, they're a little dry. So I like to add a little bit of milk to them. But I really don't mm-hmm. make scrambled eggs enough to, like, have that amount of milk set in my brain. Yeah. So a lot of times they may end up a little too moist. Um, and, yeah, I do like to add pepper to my eggs. Now, are you of the fan base that puts ketchup on your scrambled eggs lord no and no hopefully you can tell by my voice infliction that if you no. did i would have a great amount of disgust in you See, as a person and i would question your character i <laughs> i used to be the guy who put ketchup on everything and that's fair like there's a reason why our show is called ketchup with crab legs it's not just some weird pun thing we both or at least i remember used i did to put, yeah we both used to dip our crab meat in ketchup yeah, because I thought to like, be fair, I still don't dip it in butter. I, I really don't either. Squirt like, lemon on it. I sometimes don't even do that unless unless it's a particularly bland amount, like you know, a crab leg. Just like they just really didn't add much to it at all. Then yeah, a little bit of lemon d- goes a long way on some seafood. But like yeah, like used to do everything in ketchup. I used to I think I did my broccoli in ketchup. Like it it was your sister used to dip her green beans in green ketchup. beans. Because like you remember Johanna Stama, uh, Stamos. Johanna Stamos. <laughs> jo- Johanna Stamos. Uh, but <laughs> Related to Coleo Jenkins? <laughs> yes. Uh, blood relative, Johanna Stamos. But, um, yeah. <laughs> That's such a dumb joke. But green but, beans and ketchup. That, yeah, green you know, beans and ketchup. To me, green beans and ketchup are on the same level as scrambled eggs and ketchup. I'm just like, Nasty, no. yeah. Like, But there's also some people who do sriracha in their eggs. See, I can see a hot sauce. I could see hot sauce before I see ketchup. Yes, to be honest. exactly. Same. I but there's a lot of people who do it, especially in New Jersey. It's really popular up here, apparently. Really? Like when I worked breakfast at the restaurant I used to work at, um, the one that will go unnamed because it is not a chain, uh, but it, which I mean, I, this isn't really particularly incriminating, so I guess I could say, but like when I was at Amicola, uh, when I worked breakfast shift or like brunch shift or something like that, there would be regularly like some old folks just like, bring me some of that hot sauce, young man, or like, because, I mean, I don't know if they would say sriracha or not, to be honest. Because sriracha, I, I mean, it's not kind new. It's a new but fat thing. It's almost like bacon. I'm not a big fan of sriracha. It's either that or, like, that pepper sauce. Like, the sauce that, it's the liquid that comes, it's like the bottle that has oh, the physical like the peppers Tabasco. in it. Like, not even Tabasco, but it's like, you, it's got. No, it's still Tabasco I mean, brand. it is. It's got the peppers in it. Yeah. The, they look like green beans. Yeah. Excuse me, the green bean sauce. Um, which, and ketchup, according to Johanna. But yeah, definitely. Hot sauce has to be red. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it 
doesn't, but like I know what you mean. Like, <laughs> how do I know it's hot sauce if it ain't red? Like, <laughs> you read the bottle, dummy. But it, yeah, like that's kind of. I mean, don't get me wrong. I like verde sauce, but it's called verde sauce for a reason. It ain't <laughs> hot sauce. It may be hot, but it ain't hot sauce unless it's red. <laughs> <laughs> oh, don't get man. it wrong. Don't get it twisted. I've also I've also heard of some people who put mayonnaise on their eggs. No. No, 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 no. Why? If it's got milk, it's I remember one time up. I was Stop. hanging out with a good I remember one time I was hanging out with a good buddy of mine mm-hmm. and he made us breakfast sandwiches and it was it had like eggs, tomato, lettuce, and ketchup. Oh my god. And I was really hungry, so I ate it, but the ketchup was not not the best decision. Real quick, is do I know this do I know this friend? Uh uh I almost said James yeah, Franco. Yeah, Juan Stamos. Yeah, Juan Stamos. I was going to say James Juan Franco. Stamos. I don't know if you've actually met Juan. Uh, Juan Stamos? Okay, yeah. I think I might have met him briefly, Juan Stamos, but uh, what? <laughs> but not enough to would have pinned him as a ketchup mustard. Not mustard, and the sad but part is I would have expected hot sauce from him, not ketchup. I mean, there's <laughs> that, but uh, yeah, no, like uh, – what you put on a sandwich is very important to start with and can divide households. But, you know, that's but still eggs, not quite a breakfast. So, like, as I've, like, you know, once I realized kind of myself, because, like, I am in a weird position. Like, okay, so we talked about Chick fil A briefly. Chick fil A hash browns are really good, right? Like, yes, really good. That's correct. McDonald's hash browns ain't half bad, right? They're good. They're more like tater tots. And you're silent because you know I'm right. Yeah, like, like tater tots. And like, here's the thing: tater tots aren't a breakfast food. So why are we eating them as hash browns? And like, well, so many people voted with their money that they wanted tater tots for breakfast. People just they were like, yeah, but we can't tell them it's tater tots. Yeah, exactly. We'll it's just a call re- them different. We'll, we'll rehash the name. Like, yeah. Oh, ha- hash and the bre- hash browns. Yeah, and it's like That's hash browns already existed, so we'll make them portable. And it's like somebody looked down, I was like, "That's a tater tot." And then that guy got fired. But the next guy was like, <laughs> "Hash browns are like you're in." So like, once I realized, like it took me a little while. Like, Let's for, like, hash out the name for these like, browns. Like these things are brown. Let's hash out that name, and like there's our joke, I guess. But uh, so like once I kind of like realized that this is still a fried potato product. It kind of hit me. I was like, well, also, real quick, other than the sun, we invented the concept of time. So, like, who gives a shit what you eat for breakfast as long as you eat it or whatever? You know what I mean? Like, if I wait, like, for My instance, stomach if has a time. I wake up at is. 11 a.m., I wake up at 11, and my first meal of the day is I go to Zaxby's and I get, like, lunch, that's my breakfast. But, and, like, I don't die. I literally haven't died yet from it. And then, like, turn around. Like, my breakfast today was the food I just cooked. Like, it's... I will say one of my favorite meals when I was younger was having breakfast for dinner. Like, we had mm. eggs, grits, toast. Uh, yeah, it's like a novelty dinner. Bacon or sausage or whatever. Yeah. And uh, My oh, folks will do that, too. One of my still favorite savory meals today is I'll make grits, and then I'll put an over-easy egg in it. So, like the yellow part's actually still runny and i'll bust that egg and put that in the grits oh it has so much flavor 
Oh, yikes. See, we're... You don't like over easy, though. I don't like over easy, and I don't don't like grits. I know you don't like grits, but the over easy, have you ever eaten an over easy egg? I think I just said no, but I couldn't tell you. Like, I think I said no to sunny side up, but I haven't had over over easy either. Over easy is really similar to sunny side up. You basically start to make a sunny side up, and you just flip it over. Oh, well, there you go. But the yellow part's still runny. Yeah. Now, you can also make over medium or over hard where the yellow part's more cooked, blah, blah, Mm. blah. Uh, but I think we can all agree that boiled eggs are the worst. I I would f- whole like one hundred percent follow like up the on yolk that when they're boiled. Yeah, no, like I am I not a huge fan of egg in general. Like I like scrambled egg, and by that I mean I like fried rice with scrambled egg in it. Like that's, <laughs> do you like omelets? Not particularly. I've had an you omelet know, before. I, I try them every now favorite. and again. I try them every now and again, but they're always like. They're almost like that concept of like way too much for me in the morning. Thank you. It's too much. And I'm not that big of a fan of eggs. eggs. Yeah, like and and yeah, you're still like on the recovery from egg. So like I I don't think an entire plate full of egg and like pepper and onion and all that other stuff that you decide to like, hash smash and what what else we say thrash like the huddle house, the huddle house style. See, I love huddle house. Like we were talking about going out for breakfast. I don't really go out for breakfast. I don't like huddle house. I love huddle house. But call me an anti Georgian, but I hate Waffle House and I hate Huddle House. See, their lunch is trash. Ugh. Their dinner is trash. Breakfast is the only thing they got going for it. And honestly, I can make better breakfast at home. I can make better pancakes because one. Waffle House doesn't even sell pancakes. I've heard that Huddle House doesn't either. Someone told me that recently, and I was like, really? you think they would do that, just so they could have the edge I... on Waffle House and something? Well, there's an edge that Huddle House has on Waffle House. Which is? French fries. Yeah, but both their lunches are trash, so... No. See, the best we disagree French on this one. are certainly not at Huddle House or Waffle well, House. Well, yeah, they're never. Well, they're not at Huddle, or they're not at Waffle House at all. So that's besides the point. <laughs> but Huddle House You're ain't bad. You got a Waffle House that sells waffles, and they don't even sell waffle fries. Well, okay, yeah, get no. Out get out of here. Get out of here. They don't even sell waffle sue cones. The piss out of them. But like, look at they got ice cream. There's a good reason for that, there, buddy. But they should consider it. They, I mean, they could. I don't hate Waffle House. It's literally just the one thing is like I like French fries a lot. Like I think I mentioned it a few times. So like having a place that sells burgers but not fries is completely foreign to me. So like that's why I don't really go to Huddle House that much. Caitlin, however, really likes Huddle House or no, sorry, Waffle House, and we live Waffles. right behind a Waffle House. So, like, we'll go there occasionally just because, like, I again, I don't hate it. And I'm trying to, like, come around on uh, hash browns in their original form because it's still a fried potato product. I should like them. I'm thinking if I order them extra crispy, uh, I will come around on that pretty quickly. I will say, a place that sells burgers and doesn't sell fries, I don't think they can be trusted. It, it hurts me Fully. in my heart. So, I'm trying to, like, come around on that. Huddle House, however are some ballsy people because they let me as a consumer uh purchase what is uh chicken fingers and fried shrimp uh, and they slather it in like frank's red hot sauce and uh, with like no no like just with reckless abandon just slathered and then they sell it to me and then i eat it waffle house it's so good like i think that was the scariest part you ordered seafood at a waffle house 
it was a Huddle House, and Huddle House is just fine. Thank <laughs> that you. That doesn't matter. Huddle House is just fine of a, an eating establishment. Thank you. It also depends on which so. one you go to. We have a pretty good one where we're at. Um, so that is, of course, besides the point. But, like, so I I really enjoy going to Huddle House, and I will continue going there. Um, Huddle House is one I will oh, still go to. as much as I can. Now, I don't – I can't say I'm a big fan of IHOP, or I guess to make the joke, IHOB right now. But <laughs> I bet they don't sell uh, fries or their burgers either. Yeah, they do. Nope. IHOP has I just don't trust them. <laughs> IHOP has a lot of food. Um but all of it like it looks really I good on like menu IHOP but it just kind of the mm-hmm. old people go. And Waffle House and Huddle House is where a lot of people go when they're trashed. Yeah, see Waffle House <laughs> has a very important part in our society as the place that's open for people who are trashed and like that is a good reason to be open. Like that's a that's No. Yeah. Yeah, so they go gotta go somewhere. Like, no, just go home and warm no. up whatever you have in your fridge uh-uh. and eat it. No, Christ, it's be okay. just as good. Some people don't got fridges. Some people don't got microwaves. Just go make some grits. <laughs> no, why would you punish yourself for doing that? You gotta go to a Waffle House when you're trashed to hang out with all the other there. trashed people. <laughs> and I just said anyway. to hang out with all the other trashed people, but like you were talking uh, about Waffle House is very important. Earlier. Yeah. And you were talking about how that's a food that you like, kind of want to like. Mm. I have a couple foods that I just want to like as well. They are also in the breakfast sector. That would be one oatmeal and two yogurt. They're mm. those foods that like I try to like. Like every now and again, I'll get on a kick and I'll I'll buy some yogurt. And I'll mm-hmm. eat it a little bit and then like be really sad about it. Like yeah. it gets old in like two weeks. Like I even if it tastes pretty good, it's just like. It's really not that good. <laughs> yeah, like yogurt, I oatmeal. I've tried a bunch of different on. ways, and I just can't. I can't eat oatmeal and be like, you know, this is good. I'll be glad to have this for the next month. No, no, no. <laughs> bagels. I have recently buying? been able to do that. Yeah, I used to not be a bagel person at all, but I started one toasting my bagels. Oh my god! I mean, you were toasting them. Okay, two, all right, you're right then. I started putting cream cheese on them, which I've yeah. never done. Caitlin is a real so. big bagel person. She really likes to order, or, or not really order. I mean, yes, Starbucks order bagels, but like get bagels from like grocery stores and stuff and toast them. So like, I used to put jelly on mine though. Apparently that's wrong. Yeah, that's not. But right. I still like I still like jelly on my bagels. Every yeah, once in a while, it's good. I like biscuits. I like uh, biscuits are good. Biscuits, that's a good get. Um, I like apple butter with my biscuits, but I never buy apple butter because the only thing I would eat apple butter with is a biscuit. Exactly. Yeah, I'm with you on that one. I <laughs> like or I like oatmeal, and I like I like oatmeal, but I don't think I like the right kind of oatmeal. Like I like Quaker, and like but Quaker's like known for being pretty you sugary. Like the Dino Kids. Oatmeal. I like the dinosaur oatmeal, which is. So good, but it's like again, it's pure sugar. It is. I get it as a snack. Like I'm not getting it as a legitimate breakfast item. I'll I'll like cut it with like apple cinnamon or something like that just to make myself feel a little bit better. Um, but it's still a really sugary breakfast that you know isn't necessarily the best for me. I don't normally worry about that kind of stuff because you know I'm not I'm here for a good time, not necessarily a long time. But like you know. I still have to sit back and go like, all right, dinosaur oatmeal is not exactly the best 
uh, breakfast because it doesn't really fill you up too much either. So that's kind of something I look for as well is like, I want it to be filling to where I don't have to eat in like 20 minutes, but I don't want to be so full that I like am walking away from the meal going like, oh, God, ugh, you know what I mean? Like, I will say that's one of the reasons I like grits. It's one of the few breakfast items that I can do quickly and have a warm breakfast. Yeah. like Other than Pop-Tarts. Warm, warm is very important to making a meal feel like it lasts or like it's worth something. Because, like, I used to not like eating sandwiches at all because, like, it's not worth anything to me. But then I started, like, toasting the oh, bread and, like, heating though. up the meat a little bit. And, like, those sandwiches. I like my like, sandwiches hell, plain, yeah. like, not warm. See? Like, at Subway, nah. I have to get into an argument, almost like a fight with the dude. He's like toasted, and I'll be like, no. He turns around, I'm like, no, no, no. You put that back over here. I do not want to toast in it. I think that's pretty much just anybody from Star, uh, not Starbucks, Subway. Subway. Um, I think they're just programmed because like nine out of ten people want it toasted. So they'll be like, you want it toasted? I'm gonna put it in. Yeah. Oh, you said no. Oh, my bad. <laughs> it's like, I I would do the same thing with like certain items at Starbucks. Just like if they're like. Like, oh, you want a cookie? And uh, would you like me to toast that? Thinking like, ah, yeah, they want this. And they're like, no. And I'm just sitting there like, eh? like, <laughs> uh, okay, sure. I like, that's fine. I guess that's physically possible. Whatever. Um, or like, I'll have people like order hot, so, order hot tea or something like that, and they'll like, no, I don't want like hot water in it. And I don't mean iced. I mean like they just want an empty cup with the tea bags because they're gonna like go home and like prepare it, which isn't like a bad idea. Yeah. But Why like, they just buy the tea bags. Don't you sell tea bags there? I mean, we do, but you could just, well, not like that. They do, we do sell tea bags there in, I guess, the way that they literally did it. But, <laughs> like, I don't That's know if I'm there's another like, way. How much are they paying for these, are they paying for these tea bags that you give to them versus the box? Come to think of it, yeah, like, that's a really expensive way to buy tea. Um, They're stupid. Yeah, it's there's not no exactly sugar. the most, getting... there's no, it's not really economically viable, but I don't know, man. I just sell it to them. Like, sure, whatever. <laughs> Um, four dollars. Four dollars, please. Like, here's your stupid tea bag. Um, I've actually been getting into the tea at Starbucks lately. This is kind of besides any point, re- regardless. But like, we have this item that people call the medicine ball, and it's essentially just like one of our teas with like steamed lemonade, or it's actually two of our teas. Uh, we have just two versions of it, just depending on which kind you order. Um, and we'll like put honey in it, some lemonade, and like either the defense tea or like the peach tranquility or the honey citrus mint or something or it sounds like the original soft drink you were talking about in the previous yeah actually <laughs> yeah that's that's kind of on on brand a little bit um but yeah like i've tried it out recently because um i did what is probably like i'm a little nasally right now so i can't say like i am a professional here but like probably somebody who does a lot of speaking in their in their free time their worst nightmare and that like i breathed in a lot of uh mosquito spray on accident recently and like i basically like it sounded like i cool. ate a pack i'm not supposed to huff that stuff like well i didn't mean <laughs> to but i was just trying to get a cheap high no but like <laughs> i was out of jet fuel i guess but I uh, there's I was nothing like deet in the morning. <laughs> there's nothing like deet in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> the the sweet sweet smell of deet, but uh, deet's nuts. Uh, but yeah, like that's that's oh yeah, that's funny. Sure, but uh, 
yeah, like I sat there and like was in a not very well ventilated area and just like sprayed kind of directly towards myself and just breathed in at the same time. I just wasn't really thinking too much. And yeah, that was a lot of fun. And after like coughing a bunch and like spitting up, like just trying to like, I guess spit it out. I uh, woke up the next day and it sounded like I had eaten a pack of cigarettes and I was like, oh, cool. And like, I've been a little raspy and nasally as a result in this past week. So I've basically any day I work, I've been drinking this tea and you know, I am tend to be skeptical about these kind of stuff because like, I don't, I like to try to give placebos a run for their money. Cause I don't want to be like, ah, I mean, I don't want to be a sucker. Like that. I like, hardly I have it. hardly <laughs> have it. Like try keep trying placebos to see if they're right. And like, I'll be damned if it wasn't, if it didn't well. Like, I don't, I can't say like I'm 100% better, but it definitely like soothed the throat a little bit. But that's like honey with tea. That's kind of like an established thing. So I can't say it's. I'm not going to lie. Specifically the thing. I don't believe in tea. Yeah. I think tea in itself is a liar. Everything about it is fictitious. Oh my God. Everybody raves. They're like, oh, tea has this health benefit, this health benefit. It'll make all the bad stuff in your gut go to your feet and drain out of your feet. And I'm like, well, okay. Anybody who says that, <laughs> anybody who says that, yeah, they're full of shit. Because, like, that's literally no, not No, but you know what I mean. Works. There's people who are, like, very extreme about their tea. They're like, oh, this tea, like, really just, like, oh, it gives me this health benefit, this health benefit. And I'm like, yeah. No, it doesn't. Don't stop it. Just yeah, stop. Shut up. Be shut normal. Up. You just drink tea so you can be a person that drinks tea. Just drink water. <laughs> I bet you don't watch television and you listen to podcasts or something like <laughs> I said that's the first thing listen to the But like yeah, like it's uh there's definitely some like hype that comes around like drinking tea, I think. Kinda like the bacon hype and all that kind of stuff. I don't um, like tea though. Like unsweet tea, I there's just not enough taste there. It's like enough taste to make me mad about it. Yeah. So I'm just like I'd rather just drink you just, water. Your flavor and then sweet tea not very well developed there, buddy. Like that's what it is, man. You got to get with the nature. My palate? Yeah, your palate. I can tell I can I can call out BS with my palate. <laughs> <laughs> very refined. I, I call taste. them as I taste them. <laughs> no, but uh <laughs> and then sweet tea, like I I just don't like sweet tea. <laughs> I'd yeah, have a Coke. <laughs> that's actually, yeah, we've we've kind of talked about that in the past before just like how you don't like sweet tea either. Um, so you're full on heretic. So at least so. I'm fair. At least I'm not one sided on tea. I hate both teas. <laughs> yeah, like I I am very much for sweet tea. Uh, I have just kind of been like eh, I don't know about hot tea because like I don't like to drink hot drinks. I don't like hot chocolate or I don't like to drink hot chocolate. I don't like really like to drink hot coffee all too much without like cooling it down oh, with I some cream or something. Drinks, nah, nah. I got a baby mouth. I just cappuccino or a latte though, <laughs> or hot chocolate. Yeah. That's good too. You keep bouncing between them, but they're basically the same. It's like I either like to drink my espresso with lattes and milk. cappuccinos are the same. It just depends if I want more froth or more drink. Yeah, I was about to say they're like literally the same construction. Just one is like about half a pound lighter, just because of the fact that it's like all that milk's just froth. And like you know, there's something about it, I guess. But as far as I'm concerned, I, don't, I, I can't care. I think about you're difference. making a mountain out of a molehill, Cole. That is such a good segue. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, right. speaking, so speaking of, of speaking of homo hills, uh, semantics. Semantics. Speaking of semantics, we were thinking about this earlier, and personally, my thoughts on the matter were that if you're considering rivers, streams, creeks, uh, brooks, 
ponds, puddles, lakes, swamps, seas, hills, mounds, and mountains. You got a list there? Yeah, you do. I listened to you write it. Yeah. <laughs> so when you're considering these geograph- geographic... Geographical uh, features. <laughs> geographical. When you're considering these <laughs> geographic uh, physical landmarks, I don't know what I'm trying to say. When you're considering these things... That makes two of us. No, I'm kidding. I personally think they're very fictitious on the borders between Cody. pond, puddle, lake, swamp, stuff like that. Cody, KWC Podcast, thinks that rivers are fictitious more at 11. <laughs> like, this dumbass podcaster thinks that rivers are just taking your soundbite out of context, of course. We're just, now, we like we that fun here. we actually did do some research before the show this time. See, we did it before the show because I blew our budget on the last episode, so... Um, yeah, Polio over here yeah. actually thought there were some hard limits on these things, and I was like, no, I think they're just very vague and fictitious, now, personally. Now, that is because I'm coming from that there are some hard limits between some. Like, the difference between a bog and a fin, and we're talking, like, swamps and stuff, a bog, uh, I might get them twisted, and I can't research, but one of them is acidic in nature, and one of them is basic in nature. So, like, that's the difference. So that's a very and hard. That's because difference. of all the truck parts that are still left in the bog. I'm implying it's a mud bog. <laughs> okay, I'm sitting here thinking like I literally like had that look on my face like what? <laughs> I was like that that might could be a deep cut like uh, Mad Max Fury Road reference, but I doubt that out of you. But like, but I think the only the only hard definition for the ones we found was that one, and then you found another one for lake versus pond. That one I actually like. Vegetation with the roots growing in it. Mm-hmm. It was like okay, so if it is vegetation that grows is rooted ve- uh, a rooted vegetable a rooted vegetation uh, that's growing Vegetables along the roots. bottom of it, uh, it must be a pond because like if it's rooted and it's growing at the bottom, then that must mean that it sunlight is reaching it, so it can undergo photosynthesis. So like if it's too deep, but if you listen that's to a that- lake. Yeah, but if you listen to that definition solely, that makes you think that a swamp could be a pond. So then you have to go and look up swamp. <laughs> you might. It, it quite literally, like, we did this give a mouse a cookie bullshit, like, you know, a couple hours ago. Because, like, what's the difference with swamps? And, like, that's a valid question. But just, like, <laughs> well, we can't just accept things for what they are, huh? No, but, uh, <laughs> like... So a swamp, that one, oh man, I don't really remember that one off the top of my head, and I don't have the window open, so I can't even refer to it. It was just like, it was oh, basically it, it not had, even necessarily um, water. It was just like it, damp ground it was, for a large area or something. Yeah, like, because like, to me, like, because when you get, it, swamp is like 50-50 water and saturated Mushy ground. Ground, yeah, and like, it's not good for, that's it, it was not good for. Um, not good for agriculture or uh Ranching essentially, yeah, grazing. pretty much. It wasn't good for either of those, so it must be a swamp. See, when you start when the the mixture starts going like heavily on the water side, then it becomes a marsh, and then we get into bog fin territory. But it also depended and then on we the, talk about estuaries, the stuff. <laughs> yeah, the estuary is the area between a, a marsh and a, and a swamp. But when it comes down to it, something a lot of specifics for a lot of people who are not well studied in biology. <laughs> Biology and also like physical or, geography, uh, but yeah. but that was also something that uh, I thought was interesting too. Was the uh, the swamp thing was uh, the swamp thing is a monster, I guess. But <laughs> it it's um, not necessarily was it. Um, it does have rooted 
uh, growth on the bottom of it, but it's, uh, ah, what is it called? It's plants that are barked. Like, trees can grow out of swamps. And, like, that's a little bit different. It is yeah. rooted veg- vegetation, but, like, there's a difference between a vine that doesn't have bark and then a tree or a sapling that does. So it allows yeah. for a more complex root system in a swamp. But I think for the overall society, these are very, very vague differences that most people don't know. The so only people who care are the people who are in the business. It's kind of like the difference between, like... like I don't know about that. I care a lot. I mean, like, like for instance, <laughs> like, if somebody said, like, Clip versus Magazine, we both have a conniption. So, like, you know what I mean? Well, I think it's funny because, like, where I'm at in Raleigh right now, there is some... There's some bodies of water, which they they are named lakes, but where we are from, we have very large lakes, apparently, yeah. because I'm like, these I would call a pond. <laughs> like, Lanier is huge. Sinclair is huge. It's huge. Oconee is pretty, pretty darn, darn big. big. <laughs> we went with the same vocal <laughs> cadence. Oh, man, we know each like, other. My, my, my thing is, I'm like, if you can walk around it That's a pond. Easily, yeah. That's a freaking pond. Sinclair and, like, and built a like, walk path it around it. Hours then it's obviously to drive. a pond. Like just driving around Sinclair would take ages. Like exactly. Like you, there are multiple eight. exits down like 985 that are <laughs> and 400 that are the Lake Lanier exit. Freaking huge. Yeah. Like so. But Lake Johnson in Raleigh, North Carolina, uh-huh. they've literally built a walk path around it. Now, guaranteed, it's six miles or seven miles or something like that. But it's still, still a big pond. They call it Lake Audacity. Uh, Lake Audacity. <laughs> they call it Lake Johnson. And I'm like, I'm sorry, this is not a lake. This is a pond. Yeah, like that's... Albeit a big pond. Mm-hmm. But there's an even smaller one called Lake Raleigh that they also call a lake. And it's smaller than Lake Johnson. Yeah, so a lot of people have different ideas as to what like a lake or a pond is. Mm-hmm. So just for reference here, we haven't done this before. Just saying. But me and Cole are from the same area, so you'd think we would have the same answer, but I don't even think that's true. So out of the four, rivers, streams, creeks, and brooks, I want you to list them in order from smallest to greatest. River, creek, stream, and brook, right? Do you yeah. have the answer? Or are you uh, going to... Let me go ahead and write mine down, and we will probably cut this pause out. No, I can go ahead and just think about it while... So river, creek, stream, and brook. Um, river, creek, stream, and brook. I'm just doing that for myself because I don't have great memory. River, creek, stream, and brook. I would say river is the biggest. Um, All right. I agree with that. River, creek, stream, brook. Creek, stream, brook. But that was an easy I one. would say brook is the smallest. Okay, that's also what I have so far. Creek and stream are next. Creek is the second smallest, and stream is the second biggest. That's where we differ. Oh, okay. Because I always imagine creeks running into rivers. See, I'm a brook so I becomes always, a I a brook becomes a creek, which becomes a stream, which becomes a river. I don't know. I've never seen any signs that say you are now crossing. So and so stream. Oh, I see. You are now crossing so and so creek. Damn, you're right, Commissioner Creek. Oh, so I'm thinking a stream is smaller, man. just like you don't see signs that say you are crossing so and so brook. That's a very good also, point. Can I change my answer? <laughs> no, Damn. you're wrong. 
You just got a 75. No, a 50. Oh, what? 50. No, well, you made a 52. <laughs> well, no, you didn't. No, I made a 100 because I made the answers. Well, all right. <laughs> oh, well. <laughs> you should have mentioned that. Uh, but I do know a lot of people that think a stream is bigger than a creek, in their opinion. And I think they're wrong. Oh, those just um, out, huh? But brook's pretty easily. Because when I think of a brook, I think of the term babbling brook. And I'm like, all right, if it's babbling, it has to be small. That's a really weird uh, uh, way to think about that, admittedly. But, yeah, sure. Well, I guess babies so, are small and they babble. So, you know what? I, I take it back. Yeah. I'm just thinking of it. Sure. I'm thinking of it as a sound effect type of thing. It's like if I see, like, a body of water and it's babbling. So, it's like, blah, 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 blah. It really can't be that big. <laughs> Hold on. I want to isolate that. What was that? <laughs> Oh, you actually did it. Uh, so, yeah, you know what? So it really can't be that big if it's making that noise. This is my thoughts on that. You know, normally I would love to disagree and go, like, what are you talking about? But you know what? You're actually kind of right. I'm with you on it. Yeah, so, uh, but, I mean, that just goes to proof that me and you are from the same area. We literally grew up almost in the same exact like town yeah kind of because we both kind of out of our technically the Either mailing way. addresses were different but they weren't what i would have guessed they were <laughs> like so yeah either way we grew up in the same area and we still have different ideas we on definitely rivers, streams, hiked creeks, the same rivers we definitely like you know creeks or yeah i guess creek huh but like we have a famous creek behind our house that we always explored when we were younger. Yeah, we say explored like we didn't we did this multiple times you know, like the back of our yeah house. like we just we did go further and further, though, as we yeah, got Yeah, we did. I thought we already talked about that. Like, with AJs? Yeah, we probably yeah, did. Like, I think so, too. Either way, um, yeah, so, I mean, I think that just goes to show. And, like, for instance, that pond that we used to play on, like, the rocks and the stuff that was also by my house the in the middle of the desert, even though that's an island. Oh, yeah, name. that's right. <laughs> um, yeah, back in the day, I used to call that a pond, but now that I think about it, I'm like, that was a puddle, I think. <laughs> yeah, like it, it probably was semantically a puddle or it was something. Small. It was, but then again, I guess technically maybe it had the creek running through it. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. So was it a puddle or was it a pond? I wouldn't call it a puddle. It had, it had water feeding it. So. I don't know if it had vegetation growing out of it, which would be the thing. Oh, it did. It had cattails. Well, there you go. Like, see, unless there's a smaller name, because puddle, I would say, like, is supremely small if you can splash in it like just jump and splash it i mean yeah we could have but there was a few times that we went about ass deep in some mud puddles out there like so (laughs) i feel like that's not a splash anymore that's a that's some jumanji type stuff eventually so like and it felt like quicksand it did and so like you know that leans me towards pond as far as this is concerned. Yeah. Because a pond doesn't have a small so, requirement. It's just smaller than a lake. So one of the other semantics that uh, really sticks in my head is the difference between a hill and a mountain. Yeah. Um, so it's like, how do you do that? Because if you do it strictly by elevation, there's a lot of places out west that are flat, but they have a high elevation yeah, like over based on sea, sea level. level. Yeah. So... I wouldn't call that a mountain, mm-hmm. so I would consider it a mountain based on its uh, basically like its approach and departure angle, its uh, steepness, I guess, how quickly it rises and falls. Yeah, like that was also part of the thing that we researched in that like a mountain, it kind of depends on like, uh, well, one how it's formed because hills kind of just tend to be like lumps that are formed from like hills 
clearly are areas that like either used to be mountains and were just like eh erosion whatever or they were just like parts that just were raised up and then like erosion kind of take, takes care of it and then mountains they ha have a definitive peak and like tend to have names and like that's more of like a cartographer established semantic but like uh there was actually an story that i saw when like when it was established that like oh hills are just like lumps in the ground that don't have a defined peak and like somebody like either geologists or uh, a cartographer went out and like placed like would stack rocks on top of the hill and was like there you go that's why like, people do that rock well, stacking thing. <laughs> they do it for Instagram, and it's bad. Uh, yeah, I but know. <laughs> it's not just bad ecologically. But like, folks will do it on the AT. People stack rocks on the AT, or like stacked rocks are used as symbols to find places on the AT. So if you move them, you're screwing people. Don't do it. Uh, you're also screwing the uh, ecology uh, or the ecosystem. That's what it's actually called. And, yeah, just don't do it. Don't touch rocks. Just don't. Unless you're picking them up to throw at somebody, don't touch a rock. Uh, so, and, like, and that's it. Like, that's it. Don't stack it. Don't. Don't. Nothing. Throw it at somebody. Done. That's the KWC. Stack it in their face. Stack it <laughs> in their face. But uh, I am encouraging this, I guess. This is the hill I want to die on. But this semantic kind of goes. Die on. But, uh, yeah, this semantic. This semantic kind of goes into another idea that I have where, like, a lot of people – when they talk about the Rockies, they're like, oh, these are real mountains. Like, these are 10,000-foot peaks or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. You know, they're, like, really, like, glamorizing the Rockies, which, you know, those are very impressive mountain yeah. ranges. I do think it's a lot more difficult to hike most mountains in the Rockies, I'll admit that. But when they just bring up elevation strictly, it's ironic because they're like, oh, yeah, these are 10,000-foot uh, peaks, whereas most of the ones in Appalachian are, like, 5,000 or less. Yeah. But what they completely disregard is their starting point. Yeah, like... When you start at three to 5,000 feet, you know... It's not that impressive whatever that Colorado... Whatever, like, most of the state of Colorado is already at baseline. Yeah. And you only go up 5,000 feet, then you're only going up the same elevation. You just start at a higher point, you know? Yeah, exactly. Like, I think a lot of people overlook that. I think so, too. And, like, one of the crazy things... To, like, I love Appalachia. Like, it is such a cool region to me. I love like how each little valley has its own ecosystem, kind of its own sense. Each little holler and creek and stuff like that. And one of the things that's crazy to me is like, so when I was reading up the semantics in that like, oh, it's just like a non-very defined peak, and like Appalachian mountains do have defined peaks, but they're mostly rounded. And like people might sit there and like, well, you know, that's not a real mountain then; it's just a big old hill. And it's like, what's crazy to me is like, you know, Appalachia we know is older than the Rockies just based off of, like, fault developments and stuff like that. So respect your elders. Yes, respect <laughs> your elders, one. But two, like, the peaks of Appalachia, the current peaks, used to be the valleys of Appalachia, which Appalachia and most of the soil in, like, the eastern United States is based off of, like, a very limestone-heavy, like, uh, uh, build. Uh, build is not really the word I want for this, but, like, composition, I guess. And so, yeah. like, in our rain is naturally erodes it quicker because it's the opposite i can't tell if it's i can't remember if it's i always get them sw switched up so either the soil is very basic and then like the rain is acidic by just enough to make it like erode more and that's why we have so many caverns and caves right. and stuff like that like it's because of the limestone right 
So like, and that's also why Appalachia has a lot of sinkholes. Uh, there's a Sonic up here in Cleveland that fell in one once, which is crazy because I went to that Sonic before, and then it's weird going to a location and like, oh, it's gone. <laughs> like, what happened? And uh, it fell in a hole. What? <laughs> Are you kidding? But um, Appalachia, the mountains, like over ages, millennia, you know, like billennia. Is that a word? I don't know. But it is now. <laughs> but like. The rain would like erode the 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 limestone heavy like the soil would just like collect down in the bottom of these valleys and over time like pressure and all this stuff like kind of how like dinosaur bones turn into oil and like carbon turns to diamonds and shit like that that we've heard for ages. Yeah, that's why we have so much coal in the lava. Ex- exactly. Yeah, and then like the the capstones that are on top of Apple like the the mountaintops now. And like why like they're like Appalachian Mountains are characterized by a large open rock face usually and stuff like that. And this big dense rock. Think think kinda like Stone Mountain. Quite literally, it's just a big ass piece of granite. It's essentially the same thing, except it's kinda by itself. But all that soil and like limestones like deposits, as opposed to going down river and then chilling in Savannah, it just sat there and it was like one big old rock and like that used to be the valley. And when you think like, oh, that's pretty high up. Like, Mount Yona, heading uh, towards Helen, like, it's between Cleveland and Helen. That's a huge, beautiful rock face that, like, is a bitch to, is yeah. a bitch to hike yeah. on. And, like, because it's just rock all of a sudden, and, like, you're sitting there like, well, I'm walking on dirt. This is fine. And then it's like, whoa, like, on a snowy day, which, like, Caitlin and her friend Ashley, or Johanna and Johanna, uh, Stamos, uh, <laughs> Johanna and Johanna is technically the same name. But, um... Josie and the Stamo cats, but uh, they went hiking and it like started snowing and like that rock face got pretty tough to deal with for <laughs> after a while. So like Appalachia used to be huge. So like I don't care how cool the Rockies yeah. look now because like the history of what Appalachia is is still so much cooler to me. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it's got a lot of history and stuff. And then, like, uh, they also talk about treeline, which uh, a lot of people consider, like, start at a certain elevation, like 10,000 feet or something. Mm-hmm. That's where, like, you know, literally trees stop growing. Because they just can't breathe anymore. Basically. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's not a set elevation. Like, there's a mountain, I think it's Mount Washington up in the northeast, uh, which would be part of the Appalachian Trail, I believe. Yeah, northeast. Um, Wait, Mount Washington? Only... I, I feel so. like that would be in Washington State, but I mean, there's nothing saying that. No, uh, I think it's up northeast, maybe after you know George Washington. Anyway, maybe um, that guy might have has, a few mountains named after him. Its peak is well above the tree line, even though that mountain's probably only like five thousand feet, hmm. which is below the established tree line that a lot of people consider. And it's also, to further prove the point, it's got the highest recorded. Uh, wind speed in the world on that mountain. Really? Yeah, that's why you can't grow no trees. Yeah, because <laughs> wind is really important. Like trees have to be established before wind stops affecting them. Kind of like prairie. Like yeah, the highest prairies have really high wind speeds, wind speeds because there. there's no trees around to block it. So like you try to grow trees, but unless you can stop that wind, you ain't gonna be doing much. It is debatably one of the most dangerous mountains to hike. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, yeah, if you have snow, you could have avalanches and stuff like that. But this one is very dangerous because a lot of people underestimate it. It is an Appalachian Mountain. It is only about 5,000 feet. But if you go up there and you're not prepared and you get kind of up there very high up on the mountain mm-hmm. and it turns evening time 
and with wind speeds that high, it'll easily like chill you to the bone. Like from what I understand, a lot of people have gotten hypothermia. As far as I'm concerned, you're lucky not to be ripped to shreds. Yeah, not to mention if you forget your chapstick. You know, but if I were to hike Mount Washington, the one thing I wouldn't forget other than chapstick would be some poppy tarts. Poppy yeah, star, poppy yeah you know what? I definitely wouldn't forget mine either. We got to do this. It's for you guys. Don't forget this. Oh, Don't forget, okay. there's a tip jar. We are eating these for you. <laughs> Pop tarts are cheap. <laughs> so, today's matchup is hot fudge sundae and cookies and cream. Another dessert, dessert matchup, you know? Yeah, and like. We, we haven't been picking the desserts lately, so uh, I was not looking forward to this matchup. We, we have to pick one now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is how we force it to make a level playing field. But, you know. It really wasn't that bad. We went ahead and tucked into these off camera just because of the fact that we're both tired of editing out each other's chewing noises. But, uh, yeah, so what were your initial thoughts? You walked into this just like, oh, God. This I is was a, dreading it. This is a bad <laughs> week. Ugh, like I hate dessert. I hate overly sweet Pop-Tarts. Mm-hmm. And I was authentically surprised. I have not eaten cookies and cream Pop-Tart before, even though that's a very popular one. It um, is. So, I tried Hot Fudge Sunday first, though, and that one was a lot better than I was expecting. It was a lot better. I wouldn't say I would still pick it up and buy it and keep it at the house. Uh, Regularly. Not my favorite, but yeah. it was a lot better than most, I would say, almost all of the dessert Pop-Tarts we had thus far. I was kind of expecting it to be like the strawberry milkshake one that we've had so far, just being like really, That's really sweet. That's what I was expecting, too. Like, I was expecting it to be terrible. <laughs> Like, literally with it being branded, like, kind of like, oh, this one's ice, sweet like ice cream. And I was just like, oh, no, like, this one's not going to be great. I, I, like, I was walking into this a little bit better, mainly because, like, I, in the past, like, cookies and cream is one of those that would regularly, like, be on our shelves at home. So, like, you know, I was kind of walking in, I was like, at least we're going to have one good one. And then I was, like, pleasantly surprised by Hot Fudge Sunday as well, like, Sorry, I'm debatably hot fudge Sunday may have been better than chocolate fudge to me. I wouldn't doubt that one bit. We really weren't too kind or really weren't too fond. I liked hot fudge all right. I was surprised of them, but they were up against brown sugar cinnamon. Yeah. So they had no chance. (laughs) Yeah, they really didn't. Uh, So, yeah, hot fudge Sunday. So it's uh, pretty reminiscent of a hot fudge Sunday. Something neat that we had noticed was that when it runs, when you heat it up, the. the frosting layer kind of caramelizes a little bit and allows it to get a little bit of crunch. And I likened it to like the turtle, like the chocolate turtle type stuff that you might put on a hot fudge sundae that hardens and gives you like freezes once you put it on the ice cream. Yeah. It's kind of makes it like kind of crunchy and stuff when you're consuming it. So you're kind of crunching through this top layer and it's got sprinkles in it. So like that adds a little bit of crunch too, and it's got a very like uh, loose filling. Actually, admittedly, it's very sweet but loose. Like if you broke it in half, it could almost drip out if it was hot enough. And like that's kind of a weird filling. Admittedly, we both commented on it briefly before, and just like it, it wasn't very regular cons- compared to other pop tart fillings that we've consumed. And I would say that we're getting close Less to viscous. expert status at this point. So like. <laughs> You know, we we were both kind of listen to us. 
Like, I won't put words in your mouth, but I was a little put off by that. Like, not because of some of the crude jokes we might have made compared to it, but, like, literally the mouthfeel of it wasn't terribly pleasant to me either. It was tasty, yes. Like, the, the, the Pop-Tart as a whole was tasty, and I did enjoy it in that I did finish the entirety of the Pop-Tarts that I laid out in front of me. I did not eat four Pop-Tarts. As did I. Like, so, like, you know, this is the first time in a while I've done that. But, like, I... No, solely, I'll, I'll go ahead and call mine, but solely based off of the way that the mouthfeel is on the on the icing on the inside, the puree, the filling, the whatever, cookie, cookies and cream holds up to me because it's very reminiscent of an Oreo, and that's, it, it doesn't taste like an Oreo, it's reminiscent of an Oreo, and like, for that, I like it, and it's a very safe Pop-Tart for me in that, like, I know that I can pick it up and run with it. I can sit down and heat it up. Like, I can enjoy it hot or cold or on the run or anything like that. And because it, it is a dessert and sweet one, but it's not too sweet. And it's still pretty good. And it's frosted. And I can't find anything to hate about it. Uh, hot Fudge Sunday, however, I mean, there was nothing I hated about this. Like, let me be clear. Normally when I say, like, oh, I didn't like something, that's usually cold speak from, like, man, I just really hated this. But, like, or at least that seems to be the, like, the way it's picked up. But, like, when it comes down to it, I didn't hate the Hot Fudge Sunday. It's pretty good. I might actually finish the box that I have, which is very rare of me to say compared to how many Pop-Tarts we have in our closets. But, like, uh, you know, like, I might actually finish it. Would I pick it over cookies and cream? No. And that's the thing that holds it back is because it was paired up with cookies and cream. Feels paired up with something else, like strawberry milkshake? Yeah, definitely. It's a win. It's a hard win. So, alternatively, I was thinking about Hot Fudge Sunday, and it it does have a little bit of a crunch to it, especially when warmed up a little bit mm. for some reason. Uh, but the stripes on it, the frosting stripes, aren't nearly as prominent as Cinnamon Roll. They messed up there. I don't know what happened there. Sorry, Cinnamon Roll. I keep coming at you. Um, yeah, we're still like, but the stripes aren't already dead, but we keep coming back for more. <laughs> But the stripes and the uh, the stripes aren't nearly as prominent as cinnamon roll, and the sprinkles, they're not super prominent either, which I like because like they're... super hard crunchy sprinkles on a pop tart just doesn't work for me. Like frosted strawberry has really good sprinkles; they're really small, not overly crunchy, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I think they did like a good the, job with that. They're baked into this one almost, in that they're like you yeah. can tell they're there, but they're still subterranean. Yeah, kind of is... like wild berry stripes almost. They they stick out more than wild berries, but they're mm. almost like wild berry where they're like almost like painted on. They're almost like smooth with it. Yeah, like it it was definitely different than like other sprinkles that we've seen in the past. Um, and I think the chocolate backing they did a pretty good job on. That one's reminiscent of the chocolate fudge mm. pop tart. So I think they did a I think they did a good job with Hot Fudge Sunday. I think they could have done better with the name because Hot Fudge Sunday kind of put me off to be honest because uh, I was rearing back towards strawberry milkshake and i was like wow that was terrible i bet hot fudge sunday is terrible yeah um, like so now knowing that your strawberry milkshake is not good first of all you need to take that one off the shelves secondly rename hot you need fudge to bury sunday it you need to bury different. it in a in the nevada bury desert. the hatchet yeah yeah no don't bury the hatchet we don't forgive you but like <laughs> but like <laughs> bury the hatchet no bury the hatchet we don't forgive you for strawberry milkshake but we like, forgive but we you've made up for it with hot fudge sunday <laughs> Bury the hatchet into strawberry milkshake's skull, kill it off forever, <laughs> and then whatever. Uh, like you could have named this one. You could have named this one uh, something different. Frosty Wendy's Frosty. Get you a deal there. Oh, mm-hmm. that 
you know, okay, we were talking briefly. Like, what's a crossover that we'd we like to see? We always give them good ideas. You that know? one. You know, that's not a bad <laughs> crossover idea, I think. Um, so We're always giving them some ideas. <laughs> yeah, we're just giving away for free. Man, but are, with that are, all being said, like you said, Cookies and Cream does have nostalgic, uh, or not necessarily nostalgic, but it's reminiscent of Oreo, like you said. Yeah, I was also say, reminiscent of Cookies It would be nostalgic for me. Hershey's. But, like, since you haven't had one... Me. I never had it. Yeah, <laughs> like, nostalgia is immediately ruled out, and it's still just a good Pop-Tart. But it's also reminiscent of the Hershey's Cookies and Cream chocolate bar, which I really like those, actually. Yeah, I like... Well, I don't opt for those usually, but I do like those. Yeah. Um, it has that taste to it. Now, I will say it's still a little on the sweet side for me, but not overly sweet like all the other desserty Pop-Tarts. So something I could definitely eat in the morning. Like if it was at someone's house, I would grab it. Now, would mm-hmm. I grab that over something like brown sugar cinnamon? Heck no. no. No, probably not. Would I grab it over most of the other desserty Pop-Tarts? Yes. I think so, yeah. I think it's like probably the best one so far. Not overly sweet. It tasted good in the raw. Um, it also tastes good warmed up, but honestly, it tasted just as good not warmed up. See, and that's kind of the thing is like that's why it was the safe option for me is like because I knew I could take it and run with it. Um, to be fair though, Hot Fudge Sunday <clears throat> I think tasted better not warmed up as well though. I yeah, you know it really wasn't bad warmed up too. In that like the texture problems I had with the icing weren't an issue with it with being cold, which yeah. normally like that's not something like it, that's a pretty small detail. Like admittedly. But when it comes down to it, like, we, this it one was really close, <laughs> so I had to find something, and that was it. Um, the texture and the bite through of the cookies and cream was superior. Yeah. In the taste, the tastes were pretty close. They were almost equal, but I would say cookies and cream also had a very slight edge on taste as well, but definitely had a little bit of a, a more of a margin with the texture and bite through. So mm-hmm. my winner is also cookies and cream. This week, we actually agree. That's yeah, good. Yeah. <laughs> Like <laughs> we don't have to invite John Stamos on. We're we're not very well prepared breaker. for um, disagreeing between the two of us because it's so rare that it happens. Well, I say rare, but we spent most of the, the preparatory phone call like yelling at each other for our breakfast uh, choices. <laughs> so you know, <laughs> there's that. But it got it out of the way so it, so that we could record today's episode, I guess. But yeah, so that is our uh, I guess our results on this week's Pop Tart uh, uh, matchup. Um, let's see. I would, you know, ask like, hey, do you guys agree to those, whatever? But to be honest, like, it doesn't really matter. I mean, like, what? we're the experts we're the here. Experts here, so I, I, I'm not even gonna call for further opinion. Just, uh, yeah, that's kind of where it sits at the moment. Uh, I don't know next week's off the top of my head. Um, but I'm sure it's equally looked forward next to. Week <laughs> is next week will be. Depends on what Pop-Tarts you pick up, Cole. <laughs> I guess it does, but what are the potentials for next week? So next week could be peanut butter and unfrosted blueberry. I am looking forward to that one. Oh, that one sounds me good. Me too, yeah. Chocolate chip cookie dough and brown sugar cinnamon. I think that one would be good too. That one, oh, chocolate chip cookie dough, huh? Well, it's brown sugar cinnamon. Of course it's going to be good. Yeah. But I think chocolate chip cookie dough, I've never had it before, but I think that one would be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could potentially be unfrosted brown sugar cinnamon versus strawberry. I think that'll I be good. I have to find some of those because I've been having a hard time finding them. Get out of here. Um, it could also be we still need to find the replacements for red velvet and blue raspberry. But 
there's they will one, be facing wild berry or chocolate peanut butter alternatively. There is one that I uh, have kind of scouted out, and it is, um, let's see. Oh, fuck, what was it? Uh, it was similar to cookies and cream. In fact, it looks the exact same. I can't I think it's, it's like co- vanilla cream. I think it's called chocolate right? vanilla cream or something like that, and I struggle to find the difference. So, like, that, one's, that one might get thrown in there because I need them to go head-to-head with each other. Because what they look they almost exactly up. alike, y'all. I can't stress how similar they are. So like, but all those other pop tarts will be stiff competition. I don't think it'll go head to head with cookies and cream, honestly. I don't know. We'll have to see. I guess. But we could do that as a specialty. Yeah, like uh, maybe like the postseason, uh, the warm up game or post warm up, the down warm down game. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> we could cool do down. that or something. Cool down. That's it. Because like again, what? is the difference like i literally held the boxes next to each other and i called you and like what the what is this what is this garbage like like, is this off-brand cookies and cream like offered by kellogg's as well is this legal like i can't believe they're like 20 cent cheaper but it's still kellogg's pop tarts (laughs) like what in the world they do that for all their flavors Uh, i i mean that would be pretty cool but yeah so that's (laughs) that's this week's matchup um so I guess that wraps up the episode. Yeah, it kind of wraps up the episode. We don't really have much more to talk about, I guess. Um, thank you guys for listening. And, you know, if you want to get back to us and, like, ask us a question or, like, maybe pose a topic idea or whatever, like, we have our email. Tell us how we're doing. Tell us what your favorite episode is. Yeah, any kind of feedback, to be honest. Um, so it's catchupwithcrablegs at gmail.com. Uh, you can also get in touch with us at kwc. A S T K uh this KW cast uh on Twitter. We also have a Facebook page, you know, just look for Ketchup with Crab Legs. And um we all run those, you know, uh and then uh we don't have a YouTube channel, that's okay, but we have our own individual YouTube channels that if you want, we'll we'll we plug them every now and then and we plug them in the last episode, so whatever. Um yeah. and if you feel like you enjoy our podcast and you'd like to give back in some sort of way, don't forget we have an a agreement with audible where you can try a free trial through us the links always on our facebook page or in the uh in the notes of the the episode and also on the twitter i believe so you can find it there and you can try a 30-day free trial of audible Mm -hmm. through us and then we do get a small kickback from that if you want to support us and then also try out audible or we alternatively do have a tip jar uh which you can find on our actual website through Pinecast, which is just catch up with Crab Legs Pinecast or something like that. That's linked through our Facebook and stuff as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you have to go to the actual main page to do that. Uh, and that's if just if you want to. Uh, so, yeah, we'll catch up with you later. Yep, and we'll see you next week. Bye. Hey there, Cole here. Thank you so much for listening to episode 12 of Catch Up With Crab Legs. If you stay tuned in, there's this little bit where Cody stopped recording to speak with some of the people that he was living with, and um, I decided to continue recording. 
uh, while he was not there, so, uh, just to pass the time. So if you stay tuned in, you'll hear a little bit of that, and um, we'll see you next week. Thanks. Well, since uh, Cody has chosen to leave us for this one, it's just me and the lovelies. Uh, I'm going to steal a turn from the game rooms. How's it going, guys? We're just kind of sitting here. Y'all might notice uh, that there might be a clicking in the background usually while we record. Like, it might sound something like that. It's because I play Minecraft while we're playing. Like, that's why I sound distracted. Uh, or it's not necessarily distracted. I just like to... Uh, do something on autopilot while we hold these discussions, mainly because uh, your boy does have, like, a legitimate case of ADD. And, like, I think better when I'm doing multiple things at the same time, even though I really suck at, like, honest-to-God multitasking. Um, when it comes to talking for a while, like, uh, I find it better to just do... Like, even when I play Minecraft without speaking, I am also, like, listening to podcasts and just kind of stuff like that. Um, so if you ever wondered or even care or whatever, like what that clicking noise, there you go. There's some little behind the scenes trivia for you. Impress your friends with your KWC podcast trivia knowledge. What's up? But yeah, so, um, I think, so Cody, and uh, he's been, uh, living away from home in, uh, New Jersey. We've mentioned that in the past and like the family that he's living with, I believe, um, uh, he's about to move back down to Raleigh to continue on with his uh, graduate school there. So the family he's been living with has been super swell to him. And I think this must be either the matriarch or some equally titled character from, you know, uh, living there who's wishing him well wishes on his journeys. And I think that's super rad. Um, that's That's just a really cool environment. This is the first time he's... Whoops, sorry, villager, I just smacked him with a shovel. Um, Like, this is the first time, well, he's lived in North Carolina for a little while, but this is, like, the first time he's lived, like, super far away. And, like, it it's nice knowing, like, we, we refer to each other's brothers often, but, you know, it's nice to know that he's kind of got a little family away from home. Um, I think I hear him coming back downstairs, so he might be, you there yet? Did you continue recording or did you pause? 45:41. All right. Well, uh here, I'm going to pause mine now. <laughs>